0: All right. So, Beatrice, I don't know how long I've known you, but it's been a while.
1: It has. I
0: want to say 2010. Maybe maybe more.
1: Maybe 10, 10, 11.
0: Yeah. So, t- t- yeah, around that time. It was somewhere in high school, but as a person, I've kind of seen you uh grow, you know, since like high school up into college, uh, up into your party days. Mm-hmm. Uh you know to your first job to 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 the beginning position where you where you are at now and now pretty much where you're where you're at um, today like in your job do you mind telling us a little bit about what you do and and, kind of how you got there
1: so currently what I do is um, I'm a grants coordinator, program manager. So um, I manage grants. Um, I oversee the sponsorships that we give out to organizations in the state of Arkansas okay. um, where they can get awarded up to $5,000 to carry um, a health-related event. Okay. Um, and then I oversee um, several programs within our um, agency. Um, one being, you know, the mobile health unit that yeah. is our very um, well-known program um, here in the state of Arkansas. Um, it travels, delivering free health screenings. Yeah, um, we do referrals to low-income clinics um, and keep t- and keep um, keep um, keeping connection. Mm-hmm. And keep and keep connected with yeah. um, participants that come out with abnormal screenings because we okay. want to make sure that, you know, if we refer them somewhere, um, they get the proper care. And if they didn't, what was the barrier mm-hmm. to that? And if there's something that we can help to um, mm-hmm. eliminate the barriers. Exactly. Um, I started... I was still in college when I came um, into this profession of preventative health, public health. Yeah, um, It's not where I imagined I would be. Um, I originally going into college, I was going for international business. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that made me change career, the class that made me change career was business statistics. Okay, I was like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And um, I changed my uh, major to criminal justice law enforcement. Okay. Um, Where I saw myself go with that is to be a victim advocate. Um, And what they do is they deal with um, cases of um, abuse, Mm -hmm. domestic abuse, um, sexual assault, um, things like that, um, to help them get the resources that they need and overcome um, that Yeah that trauma yeah um so like connecting them with um resources uh therapist any resource that they need um to help them again overcome that yeah um
0: so what made you uh so that career path is definitely um something that requires like a lot of uh dedication because that's that's pretty it's pretty heavy heavy topic a pretty heavy subject uh what made you want to pursue that like, was there like something that you saw like uh, within your community, within just like, you know, those chismas going around or, or what kind of uh, made you? want to kind of go into that into the victim advocacy
1: Mm -hmm. Um, you know growing up being Hispanic mainly um, being Mexican yeah (laughs) it comes it tends to come with a lot of um, machismo a lot of abuse Um, it doesn't have to be physical Um, it can be mental verbal Um, at the end of the day it's um, trauma that someone goes through and I've seen it Mm -hmm. Um, um, and it's something that I wish that um, people that are going through that knew that there are resources that can help them, and that it's okay yeah. to accept that help. Exactly. And, um, I
0: feel like a lot of people in in, in our uh, culture, our community, uh, they either don't know about all these resources that are available to them, or they're kind of scared to to approach it, or they don't know how to go about it. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's really interesting that you know you 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 are wanting to like. Uh, make that more accessible to people, um and that's kind of like what inspired you, right? Yes, yeah.
1: for sure. um because you know, within the Hispanic community, it comes w- with a lot of uh, barriers mm-hmm. the um, whether they're legal here or not, yeah, um, not even like not being able to drive exactly. being so dependent upon the abuser mm-hmm. or you know, the partner um that. You don't see any way out of it. Exactly, um, the support for it. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I wanted to provide and help um, bring to the community. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's 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 a heavy, yeah. it's a heavy job.
0: Yeah, it, it requires a lot of. Uh, I want to say a strong mental health because a lot of the the, the cases, you know, especially some, uh, and this is just me basing my 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 uh, experiences off. TV shows that mm-hmm. I watch, some of them are pretty, you know,
1: to the point uh, heavy,
0: and it's like, hey, "Dang, what the heck? This is actually going on, uh, you know, in our society, and it's just not, you know, on TV. It's happening every day, all the mm-hmm. time. Um, so yeah,
1: and a quick, and uh, um, and then I was like, you know. <clears throat> this is not what i can do cuz like you mentioned yeah. um it requires a strong mental health yeah. um and that's something that i didn't have yeah. and i currently struggle with yeah. so um and it came along um a long ways from where i started because i can admit to that and i yeah. can um really open up to not being okay. And so um, I realized when I interned, so I did Mm -hmm. intern for a victim advocacy uh, position um, overseeing um, someone and dealing with the cases. And I was like, you know, I can't help this way. I can't be this, this involved. Um, But then uh, an opportunity opened, um, With uh, Ventanilla de Salud, um, which was a partnership between uh, Arkansas Human Development Corporation and the Mexican Consulate. And so uh, um, I got the opportunity, thankfully, and it opened a whole new world on how to help um, community, um, my community community. and so, um, and it was through health, and yeah. it it didn't restrict me to specifically the preventative health well being of mm-hmm. of the community, but I could also provide those resources in having a conversation with someone and be able to provide resources for domestic abuse or yeah. things like that. So I was able to bring that um, along with me. Yeah. Um. And then I got. Um, an opportunity with Arkansas he- Minority Health Commission, mm-hmm. um, being the mobile health unit coordinator, mm-hmm. when it was just barely, barely starting, starting or? it didn't even exist. Yeah, so, so h-
0: how does that make you uh, feel? Because I know that's that's kind of what what your job was like to kind of coordinate all those events. How was that first event for you? Was it something um, impactful for yourself for the community? What 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 did you feel during that first event?
1: It felt empowering mm-hmm. um, um, empowering for even like the individuals that I came across yeah. um, um, that sense of giving them that empowerment yeah um, and they walked off with you know the education the resources that they need mm-hmm. um, and it just stayed with me um, being able to do that for someone yeah Um in wh- impacting lives in that way yeah. um, and being able to gather all these people for, you know, um, that mission, mm-hmm. it was, it was something heartfelt for yeah. sure. Um, I love giving back. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's immediate, um, I get immediate gratification, yeah. you know, from it. Um,
0: yeah, I think, uh, you know, I kind of reflect back to when I was younger uh, and I'm pretty sure this was the same case for you. Like we had to do everything for our parents uh, in the aspects of like having to deal with, uh, you know, school, hospitals. You know, we were always their translators uh, pretty much if it wasn't for, for for their kids. I feel like our parents would have struggled a lot in this country. Uh, but now you kind of providing these these events uh, where. I'm assuming that a lot of people speak Spanish, or the majority of people speak Spanish. They're able to provide these resources to their parents is kind of uh, a blessing. It kind of, um, uh, as a kid or as a not a kid, but as a, as a son or daughter, you know, you're kind of more relieved that your parents can be more independent in this country. Uh, just knowing that there's more resources for them. Um, so yeah, that that sense of empowerment that you mentioned earlier. I can kind of see that Um, and and it's really it's really it's really a blessing for any type of immigrant coming to the to the states and uh, having these things accessible to them. Um, So fast forwarding to where you're at today. What uh, how much have you seen this this program evolve?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, Because you guys are pretty much out every weekend, right? Yes. Uh, And we get um, requests all the time Mm -hmm. and most of them, you know, we can't feel. Yeah. Um, so to me it's it's crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like wow, I helped create that. Yeah. I helped make that happen, mm-hmm. um, um, evolve. And to see it where it's at now, yeah. it's
0: it it's, feels it's great. It's it's amazing, yeah. Yeah. One of the questions I always like to ask people is Um, You know, coming from very humble beginnings and humble beginnings, I I always like to refer to having immigrant parents, you know, because, you know, they left their country, came over here, start from zero. How do you think your parents feel about you now, you know, in this position and all the the accomplishments you've you've gotten, the recognition that you've gotten? How do you think they feel?
1: It's funny that you say that Mm -hmm. because I have a hard time and I have a a struggle a lot with Mm -hmm. that. Um, Because growing up, I don't know if in your household, but Mm -hmm. in my house, like, I didn't grow up with that verbal um, praise or Mm -hmm. that verbal affection, if I should say. Um, So have I heard it? I'm proud of you. Maybe once.
0: Yeah. I feel like uh, a lot of immigrant parents, they they. They don't say it to your face, but, they lo, lo presumen entre sus amigos, you know, uh, at least I'd like to think that's the case. I've, yeah,
1: <laughs> I would like to think that, too. Yeah. Um. Um,
0: but I'm sure there, there's there's so many people uh, in the community anyways, you know, like me, uh, a lot of your, you know, we have a lot of close friends uh, who have seen you and, and and seen you build up to this person that you are today. Uh, and, and it's someone that you can admire a lot.
1: I really appreciate yeah. you saying that. Um yeah. I have definitely created my village.
0: Yeah.
1: My home in Central Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um and for that I'm thankful. Yeah. Um you know, a family away from family. Exactly. And I'm glad to have that.
0: Yeah. Um so growing up, you know, you, uh, we pretty much kind of grew up in the same Environment. I want to say that I grew up a little bit more city. You know, Pine Bluff was a little bit more evolved, mm-hmm. uh, but you grew up in Hamburg. Uh, how was that? Was it like, you know, did you have people to support you by people? I mean, people like your own culture or was it mainly like, you know, American people? Um, or how was how was it growing up?
1: Do I feel like I actually had a support system back at home? Yeah. No, I don't. No. Um. Yeah. um and I know I'm going to get a lot for that. Yeah. But I really don't feel that I had that. Yeah. Um, do I have people that I'm thankful I cross paths with? Mm-hmm. Of course. Heck yeah. Um, but that full on support.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like you get it a lot from people that you meet. You know, there's always this, uh, you know, in one of our previous podcasts that uh, I had with another guy, you know, he mentioned to me that, you know, um, a lot of his friendships that he has nowadays, um, he usually chooses those friends because he can learn from them. Um, and there's so much that you know, our our small town uh, people they they they're close-minded. Uh, they don't see the vision, or they don't believe in you, and they don't believe in your in your dreams. Uh, so it's you know, if you have big aspirations, um, you know it's it's your it's your job to kind of go out and seek those type of people that have those uh, same. Same goals, same interests and same values and that same ambition that you have to be able to uh, succeed in life. Um, And sometimes, um, like you mentioned, it's it's it kind of sucks that you don't have that support. Um, You know, me being a a photographer in Little Rock, uh, most of my clients are, you know, people that I don't know of. You know, there's a very small percentage of people that have hired me that have known me. For a really long time and it really does suck to like kind of uh see some people that i grew up with or or, or family members that i grew up with go out there and hire somebody else i'm like dang for real like you, you could have hired me uh, so now i kind of i kind of relate to you in that way um but if there is something that you could say to those people or like someone um in high school right now in your hometown what would be like a message like of, of kind of like how to get out of uh that small town mentality and kind of come to the city and, and and be a better person or just a person that can actually make a lot more impact in the community that's a good one yeah
1: <laughs> a good one in the sense that i really don't have much to say okay i feel like everyone creates their own path
0: exactly.
1: um or how did do you- i recommend exploring do mm-hmm. i recommend um, being open-minded mm-hmm. do I recommend hearing um, uh, an opinion that is not doesn't correlate with yours yeah I definitely do you definitely can learn something mm-hmm. all the time or why is it that someone thinks the way they think yeah and while you might not accept it it makes it's it makes sense to that person yeah in in a way
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and for that, I'm just like, you live, you learn, you move on. Mm-hmm. What's meant to come with you comes, what's meant to cross paths later on yeah. might happen. Um, I just wish the best for everyone, yeah. and exactly. You know I don't ever go back home and talk about mm-hmm. m- my
0: the struggles and stuff.: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: or what I do. Mm-hmm. Majority of the people don't know what I do back at home.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, you know? people think I'm a photographer, and that's it. But uh, you know, there's so much to uh, that, that. That I think we're still doing. You know, um, I feel like we we have surrounded ourselves by people that that uh, always have a next step in the future, um, and a lot of people I feel they get kind of stuck. Um, which I'm glad that it's not the case for, for, for me or, or for a lot of my friends. You know, they're always out there seeking what's next. What's the next move? Um, yeah,
1: but yeah. I also think with that, like, mm-hmm. what's the next move? Um, always thinking about what's next.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I relate to that. Yeah. But I also relate to being stuck. Yeah. And that's something that I'm currently living through mm-hmm. um, and processing and trying to move forward to my next step. Okay. But it also comes with being, you know, attached yeah. to to what you know, um, loving what you do, but at the same time knowing that it's, yeah, you know, time to
0: move forward. Time to move forward. Well, to, uh, talking about you know things that you feel stuck. You recently won an award, and correct me, or just to clarify that it was a. Uh, mentor of the year
1: was that was that that
0: the correct term minority
1: mentor minority
0: mentor of the year okay so personally i think that the title of that might have been uh not correct because when i look at you i don't look like i don't look at you like a mentor i look at you like a leader you know you have people under you, you have people that you're bringing up and and people that can look up to you and and really um feel inspired uh but that was the name of the of the award you won. How do you feel about getting that um, Minority Mentor of the Year award?
1: I feel humbled. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I never expected yeah. for sure. I till this day I'm like, wow. Like I always looked at um, you know like my bosses mm-hmm. um, or people you know supervisors things. Um, leaders that have the awards like that I'm like wow you know like what do you do to get that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but something I've definitely learned through this journey is that you never know who's watching yeah at any given moment Mm -hmm. um wherever you are when at whatever time it's like someone's watching yeah and I'm very humbled to even have been nominated yeah um I do consider myself a mentor okay. Um, because to me, that meaning is correlates with the lead, leader. Yeah. Because um, sh- uh, I'm, you know, I always like to, as you say, um, you know, teach yeah, or teach bring people. Mm-hmm. Um, people along and along for the ride and what I know and yeah. um, what can we do to make it better. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely very open about that. Um Because, like I said, it's always I can learn something
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, that makes it a lot easier than the way I'm doing it or vice versa. So, yeah.
0: As a kid, did you or not as a kid, but maybe like in your college days, did you ever think that you would win an award like this? No, no. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Where I mean, where did you see yourself back in the day? Was it doing this? Was it?
1: I definitely saw myself impacting the community because, as you mentioned, we grew up as translators. We grew up um, uh, when I went to college. I didn't know how to apply for anything. I didn't know the resources that were available to me. Mm -hmm. I'm a thousand percent. I missed out on a lot of opportunities um, that I didn't know of. Mm -hmm. And to be able to connect um, our community to things like that Mm -hmm. so that they don't have to go through that and they see what's out there and, um, provide those translators, provide people that look like us, yeah. um, to the table. It's, it's definitely a blessing to be able to, to bring that together. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, they don't have to go through what we went through. Exactly. Cause no child should be out there translating at 10 years old. Yeah. Um, they should be,
0: <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: out there and well, where I'm from we were out in four-wheelers and ponds yeah, and things like that, you know, sure. out in the outdoors. But they
0: yeah, should... I feel like, uh, it, it was, it was a good thing and a bad thing. You know, always having to translate, uh, you could translate it to your benefit most of the time. At least I did as a kid growing up. Uh, but definitely, you know, my parents have evolved a lot, you know, most of them or both of them know how to speak English pretty well and they can defend themselves. Uh, but I have gone to like a lot of events where, you know, uh, there, you can see the struggle in some, in some parents or some older, you know, Mm -hmm. immigrants, and it it really sucks that they don't have, uh, these types of, uh, of resources to them. Uh, so once again, you know, I, I, I thank you and your team, um, you know, I have some friends on that. I know a part of your team, uh, for just willing to, that are willing to help, uh, and I know that probably for like the early parts of your career doing this, uh, you probably had to sacrifice a lot of weekends, right?
1: Most definitely,
0: yeah.
1: but I definitely made it work.
0: Was it was it, was it worth it or, <laughs> or how, how does that make you feel? Because for myself, you know, I'm, I'm a photographer and I work every weekend and it definitely puts a toll on me. I'm like, dang, I wish I was out there with my friends right now, I'm not stuck at this event on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, how how did you overcome that or how did you deal with that? Was it ever a problem for you or you just kind of went out there and was like, this is what I got to do to This to is help? what I got to do. Yeah.
1: You know, being in college, I worked myself. Yeah. I worked through my entire college career. Yeah. I remember one time I was like, OK, this is getting hectic a little, mm-hmm. like my classes. And I stopped working for like two months mm-hmm. and with the support of my parents. And I was like. No, this is not for me. Like yeah. I have to work. So I got back to working. Okay. And um and I'm thankful and blessed to be mm-hmm. able to have been provided uh for myself uh for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, always had the support of my parents when I needed it. Yeah. Um but for the most part, you know, I, ha- I had to do what I had to do. Yeah.
0: And What was what was your first job? My first guess. job.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, my first job was back at home. Okay. Um I, well, actually, I packed tomatoes.
0: Packed tomatoes? Yeah, okay. for a year. Where? I think only did it a yeah. year. Well, I think Hamburg and Warren are pretty close, right?
1: Yes, but Together? I did it in Hamburg. Okay. Well, actually, it was like North Crosshead or something. Okay. And then I did that for, I really think it was just one summer. And then that yeah. next summer, I was already sick, able to work. And mm-hmm. then I started working at where everybody works in that small town. Yeah. It's um, Jade Um, The little grocery store in the only grocery store in town. Um,
0: So you started off with the pretty Mexican dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same for me. I started uh, picking blueberries. Yeah. Uh, But it's funny that you say that, you know, packing tomatoes because that's what my parents did when they first got to uh, Warren, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's they that's what they did. And they always told me how uh, brutal it was on your back. Oh, yeah. And... I always admire them for that. I'm like, dang, like uh, compared to the jobs they had back then and the job that I have now or, you know, the job that you have now, that's that was some hard work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The sacrifices that Mm -hmm. they do. Seriously. Like I've been out there to do a health fair in Hermitage Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the tomato workers and um, agricultural workers around. They came and they were just, you know, so thankful and grateful. And, you know, there were having a hard time being away from family because you know some of them are um
0: contracted yeah they just come for the season that's it so yeah and it's uh that that evolution is 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 pretty um impactful to me because now my parents they both have really good jobs um you know my dad he's been working at a at a at a company for about 20 years now uh, and he gets paid really good um and I don't know, I always just I always stay humble because that's where I came oh, yeah. from. You know, that's I'm assuming m- maybe your parents came from that same line of work as well, uh, you know, moving to this country. Uh, so. Tomatoes, grocery store, what was what was next?
1: Um, next was uh, waiting tables, waiting tables. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was able to work three times a week and yeah. make it happen.
0: Was that during high school or college? College. Or? Okay.
1: I did that throughout my car- college career, mating yeah. tables. Um, yeah. That, that, that was it. That was it.
0: Uh, going through college, um, I want to say for some people it's pretty difficult. Um, the fact that some people have to work and go to college. Was there any? Was there like a, any struggles for you, or or what was what what kept you motivated during those times?
1: I liked my money.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I
1: knew I had to graduate. Ain't
0: nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that that's, that's <laughs> I had amb- to graduate. That, that's ambition. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I actually like. I even took summer classes. I was mm-hmm. like, I have to graduate. Yeah. I have to prove myself and others. Yeah. That I did it. Yeah. So I feel like if I could do something. Again, mm-hmm. it would be my college experience, okay. um, not rushing through it, yeah. really taking the time to just breathe and joy mm-hmm. and feel all the emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Do you have any siblings?
1: I do. I have an yeah. older brother.
0: Okay. Any any younger ones? I no? don't. How does how do you think your, your brother feels about you and all this that you're doing?
1: I know he's proud. Yeah. Um, he lets it be known. He does. Um, That's good. Yeah. We... We definitely are verbal mm-hmm. um, uh, when it comes to that. Um, like I mentioned, you know, my parents weren't um, very verbal with their emotions, yeah. um, so we 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 want to change that. Yeah, even for our kids. Exactly. Um, so we we tell each other, "I love yous," and we're proud yeah. and we're here for each other, and yeah. that's it. A-
0: well, since since you are you are a mother now, uh, and you have a kid, how old is, how old is he?
1: He's three, three
0: years old. So he's gonna start school pretty soon. Like in he is two in years. school. He is in school. Yes. Yes. Uh, one of the things I always like to ask is, um, I want to say I'm not envious of you know kids nowadays because they have a lot more of their people here, a lot more of their culture, and you know we kind of grew up, or at least I did, um, you know, always having that uh, culture barrier. Like you know, yeah. I would get I would get made fun of a lot for. For um, not knowing who like certain actors were or who certain like singers were, I'm still like, bad at that. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I didn't grow up I'm, like knowing this. I grew yeah. up listening to Chente, um, you know, Ramon Ayala, stuff like yes. that. Uh, how do you, how do you, how do you feel like your your son's gonna be brought up now that he has?
1: I'm very curious. Yeah, yeah. me and my partner actually talk talk about that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, who is he gonna be? Yeah. But whatever he's gonna be, I know it'll be great. Yeah, my wish, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing the best I can to. Um, well, we're doing the best that we can to raise him. That's and good.
0: All right, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. What's next for you? What's uh, what 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 uh, what's next for you in your life? Is there anything that you have been wanting to do, uh personally, uh, professionally, uh, whatever that is.
1: That's a good question. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned earlier, I feel like I'm going through my own motion of being feeling s- yeah. stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going
0: to be awesome. great. Awesome. Well, whenever you're ready to tell us, let us know. For sure. And we'll be happy to to announce the whole world. <laughs> awesome. Well, Beatriz, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you for yeah. having me, Aynes. Of heinous. course.
0: I hope there's a next time, okay? Oh, for sure. Awesome.
2: is you know it's it's i still kind of feel like that sometimes mm-hmm. you know it's like oh is this even going to be good yeah. like am i even doing my best are people yeah. going to like this story am um, i a good director you know there's always all this kind of doubts that just come into play when you're creating something and yeah. when you're an artist right uh being a perfectionist also doesn't help yeah. that much uh, but i would say you know just it's so easy nowadays to just start doing these things Mm -hmm. because we have you know our phones have cameras yeah and even though you know they're not you know the best yeah they're still pretty good
0: you gotta start somewhere exactly and
2: you can just you know go out there write your own little story Mm -hmm. and just go out there and do it with your friends or your family or whoever right
0: yeah i feel like a lot of people put excuses to not start you know um we 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 kind of we're blessed to be at where we're at, we're at today, but mm-hmm. we always made it work. You know, we started with like a Canon Rebel and like these little mics that you hook up to the camera, and yeah. they're they're not the best, but you know, it's 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 starting is is the is the main key, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. are afraid to start, yeah, uh, just because they're afraid of the criticism. Uh, they don't want to th- fail, yeah, their right? own self like, doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, and it's and it's 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 now that you mention it, you know, a lot of people are are fa- afraid of failure. But a lot of the people who, you know, make it and are successful, you know, they, they've they been through so many failures. For um, sure. You know, even myself, like I've had to fail multiple times. Um, or, you know, maybe even you, like when writing, you're like, man, this doesn't make any sense. I'm mm-hmm. just going to mm-hmm. start over. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's a process that is very... Um, it's very destructive for yourself cuz you like feel like your work is never good enough. Yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah. So even when it's done and even when you get that praise, right? I yeah. feel like you're your um worst critic.
0: Yeah, once you accomplish that you're like, "Damn, what's next?" Like, "Where where do I move on from now? How can I
2: How can how, I raise that yeah, bar? How can or, I make it better?" Mm-hmm.
0: Um so yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to see your film. When do you think it'll be released or is it going to be told um may or when
2: yeah it'll probably be uh, until next spring okay because we have a um a showcase of mm-hmm. all the grad student films okay and right now there's like five four or five that are being produced uh right now
0: yeah
2: as we speak i think <laughs> okay nice uh, so you know around may no 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 march or
0: april march or it'll april. be
2: when they'll it'll we'll have a free screening mm-hmm at UCA that you know people can come to if they want.
0: Heck yeah. Um let's see, what else can we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I think we hit all the topics um that I was interested in um, you know, knowing about you and your film. Um is there anything that you would like to share with uh, you know, your viewers um uh like take this as a as a moment to like um say what you feel about your film and what you expect your viewers to to, to feel as well
2: oh yeah <laughs> um i don't know let me think a little bit
0: yeah and uh um, i think you know kind of like when i take a photo i the caption that i put um you know when i started doing photography i started in the in, in the military doing photos and every photo we take we're obligated to write a caption with yeah it. Uh, So I think that's why I became really good at writing captions. But, you know, fast forward to today, uh, I feel like a caption is super necessary because not a lot of people are able to understand what you're trying to show with your photos. Mm -hmm. uh, And in this case, with your film. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I feel like nowadays, you know, we live in a world where everybody watches a movie, but at the same time, they're on their phones. They're not really paying attention to the film. Which kind of makes me mad a little bit. I'm like, hey, you know, can you get off your phone <laughs> and appreciate this yep. film yep. Uh, for a little bit? Because uh, you're going to miss this part. And if you don't see this part, you're not going to understand the next part. Um, so what what do you what, what are the emotions that you're trying to get out of your viewers?